guys, it's Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we are Paramormal Podcast. We are two moms here to talk all things paranormal. We will provide full body chill episodes of our favorite cases that you will never forget. So be sure to tune in each week to hear new captivating cases based on facts, research, and of course, encounters. Hey guys, it's Paranormal Activity Podcast. This is Melissa. And I'm Jill. And tonight we have the opportunity to interview none other than celebrity psychic medium and good witch Patty Negri. Patty is frequently featured on Ghost Adventures and can be even referred to as Zach Bagan's psychic go-to during investigation lockdowns. She is also an international best-selling author of Old World Magic for the Modern World, Tips, Tricks, and Techniques to Balance, Empower, and Create a Life You Love, which can be found anywhere books are sold. We are so excited to be able to sit down with an expert that can advise our audience on how to recognize if your child is going through something paranormal and the best ways to help them. Yes, thank you so much, Patty, for sitting down with us tonight. Yes, we can't even <laughs> express how excited we are to have you. You um, are so welcome. Thank you guys for having me. I love what you do. I love the thing about kids because it's so needed. So happy to be here. Awesome. Great. Uh, diving right in. So in your book, Old World Magic for the Modern World, you open with discussing how you knew from an early age on that imaginary creatures that you were seeing under your bed and in your room were not imaginary at all. So my question to you is, what was the earliest experience you had as a child? When did you first start seeing these imaginary creatures and what was the inkling you had that made you realize you were seeing more than the imaginary? I never thought they were imaginary. That's the thing. I, I don't think kids do. They, you yeah. know, grownups will tell kids that. But honestly, and it was almost cliche. It was like, you know, the the guy in the closet and the the creatures and and special animals under the bed. Everything you see in you know nightmares and children's stories. But I, I never thought they were imaginary. They were real beings and real creatures and good ones and not so good ones. It was never overly scary. I mean, some scary ones were, but. Yeah. I, I just I just figured everybody could see them and everybody could talk to them and everybody could, uh, you know, and I really think kids can. I really think um, before that left logical brain gets set in, in our modern society, our modern Western, our modern Western non-mystical, non-magical world, everything has to go down to left brain logic. And, and and the older we get, the more mature we get, the more that gets taught out of us. Even they've even taken art out of schools and so many things that help you develop that equally important side of your brain. Um, I was just lucky that it didn't get taught out of me. My mom was always like, oh yeah, grandma did that. Oh yeah, grandma could see that. Um, so, and it was even more than just seeing the, the, the beings and talking yeah. to the beings. My mom would always say something like, um, okay, next, we're going to go meet the new neighbors next door. We're going to, we've been invited over to their home. And I'm like, I've already been there. She's like, you have not been there. You're <laughs> whatever, six years old. You have not been there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. The walls are blue and there's ugly striped wallpaper in the bathroom and the <laughs> oh hall is skin. I would just lay it out. I just, I went there last night, astral travel. I didn't know what it was called that. I didn't know what anything was called, but I, I just didn't, was never given any weird limitations which was great. And honestly, I can't tell you what age I was, but I remember I was a crazily shy kid and I really played I just on my own. I had my little stuffed animals. I had my little, I called them my itty bits. They were little rubber animals. Um, and I must've been three, four years old oh and, wow. and my friends. See, like, and I feel like nowadays it's, it's not as taboo when kids come to mm -hmm. your parents, you know, I think it's more accepted. I I mean, I feel like I've been intuitive for so long. I don't know how to really use it, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. But every time I would just go to my parents, like my dad just never believed. So he's like, ah, oh, stop it. Like, you're like, no, like you're just making it up. And like my mom would pull out like a crucifix and be like, hey, you know, like here. Like, I, I, I think it's so great yeah. that you were able to go up to your mom and like tell her everything great. and that you felt comfortable. That's that's what I hope to pass on to my daughter Charlotte I hope that she can come to up to me and tell me things yeah. you know because that's how you feel like they can yeah. really use their gift to the most yeah. of their ability if they're able to express themselves and share it, I, I feel like the moment you kind of make them feel like they might be like 
a little bit out there, like they're going to pull back from you. They're not going to be as open. Exactly. Yeah. And especially so many people who, again, hold up the crucifix or think that it's bad or evil or of a devil yeah. is so, so far from the truth. Yeah. And it's like the poor kid is like, okay, now that's a bad thing or an evil thing that I'm seeing little fairies and gnomes and grandma and yeah, goofy, anything fear-based like that. It's like, that doesn't seem the right way, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's so funny, though, because I feel like I was, I mean, I'm also an only child, um, so I was always, like, playing by myself and kind of, I had such an imagination, but now going back, I'm like, was it really an imagination? Or, no, was, I, yeah. or was I seeing? I mean, I wasn't as, I didn't see as much as you just described. I wish I was able to go to different places without, without <laughs> you know, physically leaving. Like, that sounds great. It does, yeah. It sounds awesome. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, it was again, and just not taught out of me. Yeah. Um, he, he, I think again, what do they think? Like ninety percent of our brain, we don't know what it does and stuff like that. I, yeah. I think it's all in all of us. It's really in all of us. You know, everybody has varying degrees. Like everybody could take piano lessons. We could mm -hmm. all learn to play music and play piano. Some better than others. I took piano lessons for several years. You will never see me on stage playing a <laughs> piano. Differing degrees of ability, but I think everybody has it, and I think everyone can develop it. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's kids, and it's so great. You know what you will do, and what with kids allowing them to meet their special friends and yeah. talk about it without thinking they're bad, worst, you know, or or that it's just imaginary because. Uh, it's just it's it's yeah. the world's gonna be a better place mm -hmm. when we bring mystery and magic back because it's real. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. If Charlotte comes to me and says that she thinks that there's a monster underneath her bed, I might you know be like, oh my god, there is coming. You know, <laughs> scary like at first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I I might be that type of. Parent. <laughs> but I uh, think uh, my husband's a little bit more like a little bit more level headed. I mean, when it comes to there not being you so scared. Send him in for that. <laughs> right? Uh, that was, yeah, that's amazing, though. And obviously, you're a medium, and obviously, that came to you, at, you know, from very early on in life uh, when you were super young. And then also in your book, you discuss your first time consciously reaching out to the dead when you were seven or eight with your best friend, Sherry, in which mm -hmm. you reached out to JFK and Marilyn Monroe. So you contacted them without the use of an Ouija board? Like, I, no, no, I didn't have a Ouija board yet. I got one soon after. Okay. Um, but no, I, again, I think, I think there's stuff in our blood, whether people call it instinct, intuition, bloodlines, people, some people call it witch blood. Some people call it angel blood. If they don't like that terminology, slightly people call it extraterrestrial blood, star children and stuff. But I just, I knew to come up with sounds and chants that would kind of lift the veil, even though I didn't have any terms for lifting the veil. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, going in, we're going to talk, I was just so obsessed with, we're going to talk to the, to dead people. And that, then I realized I didn't know any dead people. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this was the late sixties. I was a little kid. It's like, who do you know? Marilyn Monroe, John Kennedy, that's yeah. the dead people I know. So, um, and my, the room, I don't even know that I contacted them, but the room filled with lights and orbs and just completely unexplainable things. And yes, we ran out screaming. We were little kids, but I was jumping up and down going, yes, this is real and this is controllable. We can control what this is, like open the door, close the door. Um, and, and thus became I became a seeker to learn what that meant and everything. Oh, yeah. But on the same aspect of the blood thing, I, I think I said this in book, I would find myself in my backyard um, knowing if I pulled the rosemary off the rosemary bush and the mint off the mint bush and I stuffed it in my mom's wallet, it would help give her more money. You know, she didn't really quite understand that. So why are you putting all the bushes in my purse? But I knew it. And then years, like literally years later, I start studying herbs and apothecary. And all this. It's like, oh, yeah, that's the attributes these things have. It was in me. Wow. Just like, you know, wow. wild animals know how to what, what things to eat and what things not to eat. Again, early man knew this. Modern man, it got taught out of us or just modernized out of us. Oh my God! So I, I, I hope Charlotte. Sure, I remember from my reading with you, mm -hmm. which everyone I had a reading with Patty last year, who is absolutely amazing. She's my favorite psychic meme that I've, I've ever been to. And one of the things that she said to me was that my daughter, I was pregnant at the time, was going to be intuitive. So, ever since she told me that, I kind of 
I kind of been preparing myself in my head the best that I can. Exactly. You know, for her to be accepting of it. Um, I, I hope she can use that power to get me more money because that would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Seriously, for the nine months of carrying her in the labor, it would be worth it. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. The, I mean, there's a million saying out of the babes of the, the mouth of a child. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, in every belief system, children are wise. Yeah, that they are. So I was going to ask you, but you kind of you kind of answered that you weren't even sure. But I was going to say because I'm a big conspiracy person too that that um you can confirm that Marilyn Monroe is dead. But I think you you said I you believe, weren't. Yes, I do believe she's dead because if, if whether I got her really that time or not, I have yeah. talked to her since. And oh my well, I, I hope and she's at peace. She wasn't dead. She'd be really old by now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You hear all the crazy conspiracy theories. I mean, I don't know if they're crazy, but. How there's a separate island that celebrities just go to, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I was like, is she there? <laughs> is she there where she's dead? But uh, either way, it's she had a tragic life. I feel bad. Yeah, yeah. No, I but I talked to her on this. It was a goofy TV show um, because it was actually a cooking TV show. So it wasn't about they weren't used to paranormal. I was doing a seance, but it was so the food was a star. Uh, but it was celebrity chefs kind of thing. Not my master chef, a different way before that. Um, but so it was about the food. But Marilyn said she would not, have, she would have lived her life. She would have still became Marilyn Monroe. So, you know, tragic life, yes. Hard life, yes. But it was, she she chose it. Oh, good. Yeah. So at least she had no regrets. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's no. true. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, that's all you can ask for. <sighs> Coming up. For this question, mm-hmm. with this point, okay, so how would you and would you advise parents to encourage our children that we have an inkling are intuitive to practice their gifts? Because like I said before, like my parents were like, like no, no, like n- nothing's going on with you. Like you're fine. You have an overactive imagination. You're an only kid. So I was kind of always stuck in limbo with it. And that's kind of why I feel like I don't know necessarily what to do or how to, how to yeah. use my intuitiveness like I don't even know how intuitive I am like, I know nothing because I was just not you know I was not encouraged mm-hmm. so like do, do you think that's something that like we should be doing is there any ways to help where you know for them to maybe understand more so they're not as confused that they are confused I think it's learning of course you know talking to a child is one thing compared to talking to an adult but I'm all about the, the dance between your left brain and your right brain, your logical brain and your intuitive brain, knowledge and a sense of knowing. Again, we so much negate, unless you're an artist, but that artist side of things or spiritual or intuitive, all that part. And to me, it is just important. And they dance between each other. Just like when when a schools, I live in Los Angeles, and when schools, because of budget cuts, started taking art and art classes out of school, their math went down, their writing and reading and writing and music oh, yeah. wasn't as good. Yeah. My local elementary school, we literally, we went, I mean, it was a school nobody sent their kids to because it was the lowest 10% of LA County schools. So people where I lived, you had to go to private school. And, and one of my neighbors going, I don't want my kid to private school. I want him to be in urban school. I want him to go to a public school. So we, we brought art back. I work with Hollywood Arts Council. Again, it's all about art. I was this creative little kid. Um, and we brought in everything from dance and painting and photography, grade school stuff, real artists teaching them and improv. The math score, scores went up, the writing scores, oh, wow. the reading scores. And we went from a, in a year and a half from a, a lowest 10% of schools to a school of excellence wow. because we brought in art, which means we brought in right brain. Yeah. We trust people. We let you your, trust your intuition. We talked about it. Everything doesn't. It's learning. One side of the brain works against the other side of the brain. You can't have an intuitive, who the... You know, my fairy grandmother is behind my back or I'm feeling a spirit or something came in. I see fairies, mom, whatever that is. You can't go, oh, that doesn't make sense. Those aren't real. There's a, you know, you just say yes, just say yes. And teach kids, oh, really, what do you see? Don't negate them, encourage them. Even, even, even if, say, say it's half true. Say it's none of it's true. Say, say if it is their imagination, developing that imagination is what will develop their psychic ability. I work with that in people. It's so it's, 
like, oh, tell me what you see. Oh, yes, there's five fairies, and they're this and this and that. And and then you'll be seeing truths coming out of the children, like you you see them at the sun up, and you see them at sundown, and they live at the edge of the path, and they're saying all these. Those are fairy truths. How do they know that? It's in their blood, yeah, yeah. and where they're seeing it. Um, again, it's not negating it or not, you know, throwing it down the drain with logic. It's it's learning to dance between the two to support each other. And when you could do that, you you win on both sides. Yeah. You know. What if, um, for example, if the kids, if one of our kids were our listeners' kids are coming up to parent and saying kind of like the opposite of not being like a fairy that it's like they're scared or something yeah like if um seeing this like Mm -hmm. instead of seeing fairies like scary the scary man the closet like how do you kind of because obviously you could maybe assume that they're contacting right and it could be real and it could be not real and it doesn't matter actually which one it is what I what I would suggest teaching children and what I again kind of knew in my instinct um, and I don't know how I knew this because it wasn't taught by this is our realm of existence. This 3D world, gravity world, this whatever this world is that we are, this is our world. Their world's on the other side of the veil. We are bosses of this world. Mm-hmm. And that's so easy to tell a child, no, they have to do your rules. Whether it's it's a fairy godmother or whether it's a unicorn or whether it's a scary monster. Mm-hmm. If you teach them that claiming this is my world, you can't come in. If the scary monster comes in, you just go, no, you are not welcome here. You could bring gotcha. in your belief system religion in the name of okay. God or in the name of Jesus or in the name of your angels. It could be in the name of my mom. It could be the name of my cat. It could be my in my power of me because I have a superhero doll on the shelf. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. they claim it, again, teaching them not to be afraid that they, the other thing doesn't have power over them, teaching them not to be angry because fear and anger will feed a negative spirit. Mm-hmm. And fear and anger, even yeah. if it's if the real negative spirit, will feed it. Fear and ne- anger, if it's a not real spirit, will just feed that in the child as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Too much in- emphasis on real or imagined because both exist. Even I even think religion, traditional religion made it too much. Is that really a story from the Bible? Does it matter? It's the story behind the story. If that really happened or not, get the message from it because the magic is in the message. So teaching them, okay, something gets scared. Um, I always give people or teach people to give them a, a power thing, their favorite teddy bear, their favorite superhero doll, their favorite dolly. This will always protect. Get them a dragon. I work dragon magic. I don't know if we talked about dragons or not. Dragons, again, they've been around forever. There's movies about them, how to train your dragon, dragon movies, cartoons. They've been in every culture forever. The um, Chinese culture, medieval culture, the dragons come, Game of Thrones. Um, they, they, they get a bad rap sometimes because they're powerful. They're not evil or bad. Mm-hmm. But dragons are crossroads energy, whether you believe they're fire-breathing beasts or not. Dragons can fly between heaven and earth if you want to go literal. They live at those crossroads. Get your kid a stuffed dragon and say, this dragon can protect you from everything. And guess what? It can. <laughs> it can. Yeah. I was on ordering one now. I was going to say, I like that. <laughs> yeah. And again, and with grown-ups, I can't tell you how many... A-list movie stars, sports stars, politician, have a little one of my toy dragons or a their own version of it sitting next to their bed or on their altar or by their computer because you cre- we create spirits all the time. Yeah. We do. We, it's called a, it's called a golem in Hebrew. It's called an egregore. It's called a servitor. It's called a fetish. Uh, a fetish not like in tickle my foot fetish. A fetish <laughs> like in, you know creating a real living yeah. entity out of an inanimate object. We do it with fear. We do it with love. We do it with success and struggle and hate. So create, get them a little, with grownups, I get you to feed your dragon every day. You fill them up with their water or whiskey. Kids don't have to go there, Mm. but have that one thing that they know that that will protect them. Um, I like that. And because their intent and belief, number one, the power. I'm a big mind, body, spirit girl. We have 20,000 books are written on it. Psychology books, self-help books, spiritual books. We know that mind, body, spirit, you get whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We'll never surpass our mind. Mind, it costs 
I, I believe I can do it. Now you probably can. I believe I'll never do it. Now you probably can't. You're powerful, little Bobby. You can fight the, the scary guy in the closet. You tell him he can't. He can. the, again, mind is will never surpass that. Body, we have to take action. We do have to take action. I want to get healthier. You get healthier. You take action. And the spirit, that's the magic behind it. That's, it could be faith through your religion, belief, prayer. It could be new age, vision boards and affirmations. It could be magic, what I would do, spell working. Here's your dragon, here's your candle working. And with kids, it's the same way, mind, body, spirit. So you tell them what what the truth is or what their truth is. You get to give them something to take action. And the spirit is the magic. It's in their lucky teddy bear. It's in their lucky dragon. Teddy bears have been used in magic for ever people in olden days would sew magical little like good luck charms and protections into teddy bears um into in little crystals and stones and and little pieces of coral into the heart of teddy bears teddy bears have been magic forever ever 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 you know whether you sew something in it you charge it with it again because we create spirits all the time I like that. I do too. Do you do you sell your dragons on a website or anything? Where <laughs> no, but I may. So I probably will someday. Right now, you can get these on Amazon for like I don't know, what thirty cents each or something. Yeah, you go order them now. I, for buy, us. I buy them a hundred at a time. You yeah. know, when we were live with here's your dragon. Yeah. Um, I take them with me on conventions, but and you can get fancy dragons. I know people that beautiful statue ones. I have one crystal with druzy on it, and it's a nice beautiful carved crystal, but I I like a working dragon that you could feed it. Again, they, they drink, here's your water, here's your whiskey, you sit it under there. Believe me, they drink much faster when they're working harder. They So, um, the, so you'll actually see, like when you wake up, it'll be gone? We're halfway yeah. gone? Oh my gosh. Every day, yes, completely. I'm trying that. And, I know, yeah, and I wanna try that too. skeptic will say, oh, that's evaporation, but um, I keep losing my earphones, sorry evaporation i had the exact same liquid in three different of the exact same little vessels for three different dragons one drank it an hour one drank it in a day and one drank it in a week evaporation doesn't work like that do you do you say do you say anything to them like before you you, you go to bed again they are what you do when you're creating a dragon for your grown-up dragon or kids dragon you give it a name because everything likes a name and Mm -hmm. everything likes a purpose whether it's your lucky health tree or your bamboo money tree everything likes a name and a person at inanimate object living objects and we create living objects so okay you're puff the magic dragon you're my personal assistant who doesn't need a personal assistant you're my protector so if um i always give them an end date until until i pass from this life or until i don't want you anymore because in six million years you know, you don't want it to be Melissa's dragon because Melissa's somebody else by now. Yeah. Um, you give me a long, happy life filled with this and health and family and all the things you want, travel. You literally breathe life into it like every religion has. That's sort of your pneuma, your life force. And then every day you do talk to it. You've created a real spirit. I'm tired today. I need energy. Ah, I'm low on money. Um, is it a good day to ask for a raise? Or, you know, do whatever you need. I'm this, I'm lonely. Have a girlfriend call. Let's go to lunch. You don't want to control other people because that's bad magic versus good magic. But mm-hmm. since I've been teaching people drag, and we need dragons because we've moved into a new age, this age of Aquarius we are moving into. It is not our parents, 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 your grandparents' world of black and white and right and wrong and solid ground. No, by no means. It's it's air. It's liquid. It's not earth-based. So we need that dance between logic and intuition, knowledge and knowing, left brain and right brain. We need dragons who can fly between heaven and earth. Um, and since I've been giving people dragon, one stopped an abusive relationship. Wow. A woman wow. stuck in, in a marriage, and that it 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 does happen. You know, little kids stuck in a marriage. He abused her in a certain way every day. Nothing she could do or say when he would stop. Gave her the dragon. She charged the dragon. She breathed life into the dragon. He did it again the next day. But then she realized she hadn't told the dragon she didn't like it. Dragons are not spirit guides. They're lower level. They're not God. Mm -hmm. She had to tell the dragon. He's never hurt her again. Uh, He's never. Again, the dragon takes care of it. They're they're like egregores. They're beautiful. My most funny and famous one. I live in L.A. L.A. Dodgers two years ago. They were winning. They won like 20. I don't I'm making up the numbers, but they won like 20 games in a row. Yeah, and I remember then, that. Right. 
Yeah. And then Sports Illustrated magazine did a story. They said, and they said best team ever, and they put them on the cover. The team tanked. And <laughs> oh my god! Just and they lost like twenty games in a row. And oh, yeah. all these sports people, not people who watch your show or my show, all these sports people are going. It's the curse. It's the Sports Illustrated curse because <laughs> every time they do that, the athlete or the team tanks. So I was called in by again not spiritual or new age or paranormal people. I was called in by sports people, Rodney Pete, Vic the Brit, Fred Roy, all these sports people. We did my lemon on crossing spell from the book. We charged a blue dragon. They won, won, won. They got to the playoffs. Next, this year they won the World Series. They have wow, a blue dragon. Crazy. They feed it. <laughs> the, they have it. The, the, I, I hope my husband doesn't listen to this because he's a diehard Red Sox fan. <laughs> he'll, he'll be calling you to come to come do I, some spells with the Red Sox. And, and my husband's a diehard Yankees fan. Oh, I mean, yeah. We, my whole yeah, family but, Yankees Yeah, because we're, we're, we're from New York, so... <laughs> I, w- I was a Yankee fan. I'm like, uh, I can't keep up yeah. with baseball anymore, though. <laughs> but but the, awesome. the power of the strength of the dragon, the, my most amazing, like if you have a dragon, have your kid bring yeah. their little stuffed dragon, toy dragon, whatever. Yeah. But if you have your little dragon you're working with, maybe you're going on vacation. This one girl, she was going to a Vegas weekend with her friends. Uh-huh. She left her husband and kids at home. She's left her dragon at home. You could tell your dragon you're not going to eat this week. It's okay. Remember, it's just symbolic. It's like lighting a candle in church, feeding uh-huh. your dragon every day, talking to your dragon. You're not going to eat this week. It's okay. I'll feed you when I get back. Take care of my family at home. Take care of me and my girlfriends in Las Vegas. They went to Vegas. And if you want to carry it with you, you can't. Anybody else, it's your kid's toy. But she went to Vegas. They were at this big concert. They were there. They had a great time. Da da da. Next day, they were at the same concert. Gay time, blah, blah, blah. She grabbed her two girlfriends and she said, My dragon said we had to leave right now. And her girlfriend's like, Are you crazy with what we paid for these tickets? We're not leaving. Oh, God. I think I know know where this is going. We're not leaving. She goes, You have a dragon. Don't your kids have a dragon? She dragged them out. Moments later, that massacre started. Oh, right. I was afraid that was going to happen. Oh, my God. Right where they were standing. She believes wholeheartedly her dragon saved their lives. Oh, my God. And she said, my dragon had a voice. So however you develop it, your dragon might have an outside voice. Ooh, they sound like they're from England. Or it might have an inside voice. Well, I should leave now. I should turn left here. Yeah. I should call my mom. Whatever that is. They have the power you give them. But it's real. Jeez. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I chills from that. That's... Uh... Oh, I think we're yeah. going to order the full it's, stock of the, of the, it's of the dragons. Energy. Again, whether you believe they are fire dreams, yeah. whether you think it's a little pla- piece of plastic from China, whether you have a fancy one, whatever, it's the true energy that it is. And again, we've created them in every belief system. Yeah, I think that's awesome for parents listening to this to, yeah. to really get for your kids. I mean, it's the power of them even feeling safe. Exactly. They're being like bullied said, or, they or anything like that would just... Yeah. yeah. Installing that when they're younger, too, is great. Yeah. Yeah, because I do clearings all the time when stuff goes on. And, 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 and I walk into the kids' room, and the kids are scared because something's happening and bad. And, and you see, but, but they have a shelf with every superhero on it. Okay, you've got Batman. You've got Superman. You've yeah. got all these. Yeah. They are going to protect you, but charge them. You have to let them know. Again, yeah. one-third of it is pure psychology, not magic. Pure psychology. Yeah. But that's one-third of the importance. One-third of it is we are taking action. This you're going to do this. We're going to point at you. Help me, Super Rat. And one-third of it is the true magic that you are creating by empowering that Superman doll or that Barbie doll or that dragon yeah. to protect you. And teaching kids at a young age mind over everything, too, is... I think important too. I really do. I love that. I love that whole, that whole segment. (laughs) Um, But but going back to, um, going back to our questions for tonight though. So do you personally think that intuitiveness is genetically passed down? I do. All all the time or is it this random, like some, because I'm trying to think back to my family Mm because like, for example, I mean, I don't know anyone intuitive in my family, but my grandpa, God bless him, when he was alive, he was just so good at the stock market. He just knew what to invest in, and, like, I don't think he ever really failed. So I, I was actually yeah. talking to my friend today because we were talking about all those cryptos <laughs> going yeah. on with I'm trying to get into. I don't really understand <laughs> that, but that's a whole topic for a different day. But I'm like, my grandpa never believed in them. He Like, he passed in early last year, so he was around for a majority of them, and he... He was very successful. He just never believed in any of those. And he, like, he 
really was great at what at what he did. So I, I kind of always had it in the back of my head. But I was kind of like talking to my friend. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he was intuitive, but he yeah, just like don't know if... blocked it off completely because mm-hmm. like that was just not acceptable to him. If that makes sense, right? It it wasn't at a day and age. It it, it wasn't yeah. for a long mm-hmm. time, and. And he probably was completely intuitive. I think that, yes, it is bloodline. I think I kind of get it from both sides of my family, even though my grandma really did. My grandma always knew when somebody was going to pass. Her mother came in the form of an angel to the end of her bed, all these common stories. Um, and my my grandfather, though, he was this practically evangelical atheist, didn't believe in anything. Yeah, that was kind of about my grandpa. Uh, he was He was atheist. Yeah. So, so, but I do think all those really intuitive people like that, what you just said, oh, we know how to play the stock market. Oh, we know that's intuition. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. No, that is. Yeah. You know, so I think it's, it's both. I think it's bloodline, but we can turn it on and we can turn it off. We were given free will by whoever, by God, the universe, mm -hmm. gods, aliens, whoever, we have free will. That's what the coolest thing about being human. I believe we are divine. We are these divine, amazing yeah. creatures yeah. with the best computer ever invented in our head. And these bodies that beat their hearts by them. We are these divine, amazing things. And we have free will. Yeah, How absolutely. Awesome is that? So we are amazing. So I think we can shut it down or even if, but. You know, and some people it's way taught out of, like you said, oh, that's evil, oh, that's bad, oh, that's not your imaginary friend, or t- into us, I, I think we have control over it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I, I always maybe felt like I didn't connect to him in a certain way, but now mm-hmm. I've been kind of reflecting, especially since I've been more open or more out there that I am intuitive, Yeah. Um. that that he was intuitive to uh, to a certain degree. I, I don't know if I, if I was to call my dad now, he'd yell at me and be like, what are you talking about? Like, you're nuts. But, like, I, I feel like, he, I mean, I, I had to get it somewhere, I, I strongly believe. And yeah. it'd be really interesting if, if it was from him because I, I never would have gotten that. Yeah. It probably, it probably was. It probably was. And They just used words like instinct or intuition. Yeah, oh, my. It was, it was, just, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And even now, like I'm like like looking at my daughter because she is a like she is a little bit different than other babies. We have like a mom group, and they're all like they all play together. It's really great. But like, I I, I could tell. I'm like she's always just trying to talk yeah. and say stuff, and I'm just because they're, they're she's nine months old now. And even my my one friend in our group that is very intuitive too, and um, very into the same stuff that I am. And she's always she always says like. She, She's probably intuitive, like she's going through something, even at the age of nine months. And I'm just kind of, kind of trying <laughs> to see how I can help her. Yeah, to process. Have you noticed that she's very uh, sensorial, sensitive to color and sound and texture? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Jo- Yes. No, she is. <laughs> and when she's around like crowds, um, and just just putting this out there, um, she doesn't. It's we're we're not a. She doesn't have any so far, knock on wood. But she she doesn't have any autism signs to, no, a, at all. Um, but she just you know she's definitely she is she is different in her own special way. But like when she's with other babies, it's it's, it's different too. It's it's kind of like yeah. she's on a different level, if that makes sense. Like she's, yeah. mm-hmm. I can't describe it. You would have to see. <laughs> no, it, it it doesn't surprise me at all. Like that's what she is. She's. You know, they, she's got the extra gift. It's good. And even you might notice sometimes in physicalities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every, every time I, I mean, I, I call. She, she'll feel energy and stuff. Yeah, she's so advanced. What do you think of her, like, physically, like, always just. Yeah. And, oh, my uh, goodness. And Patty, she gets me up at the 3 o'clock hour. See, witching hour. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, God. And we'll like, be texting why? each other. Like, Why? <laughs> Why can't you wait till four AM? Oh my god, that's yeah. Oh. Um, but why do you think though that spirits are attracted to babies in children? Is it because like they're so naive in that sense, where they haven't experienced? Like they're so, like they're virgin minded. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. that's that's right. how I kind of look I, at I it. I think whether they're attracted to it, I think they're everywhere. Um, on positive spirits, they're there to protect. On negative spirits, they're there to 
to pull some energy from it. Again, I don't think there's that many negative. Yes, when we're on Ghost Avengers or the other groups, that we're, <laughs> you know, you're at the insane asylum and you're going to the hospital where they torture people or yeah, the exactly. act murderer's house. That is bad. Oh, we just talked about oh, that yeah, just, that episode last week. <laughs> oh, you know, the one episode but, I have her choose is like the... Like, as a rule, Weird. like most humans are, most people are good. We're quirky, yeah. but just and the same as most spirits. But children, again, they're open to it. Mm-hmm. They're open to that. The Even when I'm teaching people how to develop their own skills, I say it's, you have to have the faith of a child. You'd be childlike, not yeah. childish, but childlike. Mm. Anything can happen. Even in, in witchcraft, it's like you will lay your besom, your broom down. On this side, again, left brain, this side of the broom is the day-to-day world. You pay your runs, you pay your bill, you boop, boop, boop. This side, magic happens. Mm-hmm. Everything can yeah. happen. And you cross and cross. Children haven't got that other thing developed yet. Gotcha. And I think spirits like, like teens, once they hit that puberty thing, mm-hmm. uh, that's where that poltergeist and, and, you know, some that is can get negative. And that they just because they have so much life force then when you're first in that those teen years, when you're going like into puberty and stuff, you have so much life force. That's when all sorts of stuff happens and not all negative, but just powerful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I could see. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I could see that. Oh God, my poor mom when I was younger. <laughs> God but, um, bless her. <laughs> so let's talk. I mean, I'm demons. Are they're out there, right? I mean, I think that they're out there. I always, I, I personally don't think a, a, a human spirit could be this evil. I mean, they got to be out there, right? I think demons are out there, but I think demons get way too much credit okay i think 90 percent of what people think are demons are cranky ghosts cranky (laughs) like grandpa was great doesn't be me (laughs) even when i was um again yes there's demons but there's there's so much more powerful so strong even when i was like my probably one of my scariest things Again, somebody got disrespectful. Don't get disrespectful with ghosts or people. That's what I tell everybody. My husband's one to mock. I'm like, dude, do not be disrespectful. But but this one kid, again, it was a young person crowd. We were at a house built by Charlie Chaplin, Marilyn Manson, Uh lived there, Rolling Stones, attracted creative people. This one kid kept saying something just really stupid, disrespectful. French doors were flying open. Oh, my God. French doors slide open again. The the speakers on the floor came on like this white noise. Well, I was like, wow, this is like special effects, but it's not. Yeah. And then he said something really stupid. And the cameraman burst into flames, burst into flames, like a V up his back, like angel wings of fire. Everybody. Oh, my God. Two oh my. Cameras, there was four cameras. Two cameras caught it. One camera, you know, looked at the floor, the ceiling. You test the strength of a cameraman by the room bursting into flames. And his camera, of course, he was facing the other way, wondering why is everybody screaming and pointing at him as his oh back my person. Gosh. You know, cool, medium, which Patty becomes, you know, medic Patty, which I am. And <laughs> EMT, I'm like, whoop and roll, blah, blah, blah. So this is, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, and I'm shutting it down. I'm shutting down the veil. I'm calling in my guardians to shut down the veil. Shut, shut, oh shut. Oh, my God. And, and the, but the guy who got caught on fire, who was a super skeptic, non-believer, he's like, I'm okay. He became a believer because there was no fireplace behind him or anything. He had real spontaneous combustion. He goes, I'm okay. His shirt burnt off him like poof, like it shouldn't have burnt off him, like it was a synthetic. But, but, and I saw blistering on his back. I'm like, oh Oh my God. I have to go to, he goes, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. He said, I talked to the ghost. I mean, I'm like, please, we're not even going to get rid of you. No, he wasn't a demon. He was just a cranky, cranky, very theatrical ghost. Big in life, big in death. Bob okay. the Quiet Banker is Bob the Quiet Ghost. Gotcha. The movie star or the big cranky whatever is a big cranky ghost. Yeah. Gotcha. And You're right. That makes sense. We, we filmed the whole thing. And, and the kid who was being an idiot was really well behaved all of a sudden. He mm-hmm. became the choir boy in the corner. Yeah, oh, right? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But the cool, the coolest thing is the, the guy who caught on fire showed me three weeks later the small of his back where the blistering was. And it had looked like he had went and got a tattoo of a dragon on his back. Oh, my God. Open mouth, sharp teeth, wings. Oh, my thing God. In the shape of a serpent. That is the exact energy I called in to shut down the seance. That's crazy. 
That's insane. It, it I'm like, oh my God, you have a tramp stamp of a dragon <laughs> on your back. That it's is so, so funny. Cool. One and of our good friends has dragons tattooed all over yeah. her, so now I know why. Oh, yes. I'm about to get a dragon oh, tattoo. That's amazing, though. But he was so inspired. He actually ended up writing a movie, you know, about a TV site. Me, basically. Does every TV show, and then, ooh, a portal opens up, and 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 then, you know, all hell breaks release. He he wrote it with Stephen Norrington, actually the guy who wrote League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, wow. And the but I, they haven't done it yet. I hope they do it. But I sat down with him and I go, oh, no, Lauren, you can't say that yeah. in the movie. He goes, but you said that. I go, I know I said that. But that particular chant in words will open a portal. You don't want to be one of those cursed horror films, do you? Because that's mm. what happens. Yeah. Spirits, ghosts, energy don't know the difference. Yeah. Of, this is a, a movie script and yeah. this is real. No, life. they don't. So we'll change it into meaningless little words, you know, that, mm -hmm. you know, mundane little words. And. No one will know the difference, and all the actors won't die in five years. There you go. That <laughs> yeah, like, well, we actually live like ten minutes away from the Amityville Horror. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See. And as, as as I spoke to you last year, I'm still manifesting buying that house. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting. Yeah, but it. but that's definitely it. one of the haunted movie sets. I think they filmed in the Carolinas. If I'm correct, I could be completely bullshitting. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> I know they they. They film somewhere different than here, and I I just remember hearing that the curse story. I'm like, ugh, yeah, <laughs> definitely scary. But I think you know where I'm go going with this. Okay, so demons, I need to know your opinion. Your opinion, Miss Patty, on our boy Zach Bagan's Demon House. Because let me tell you, the first time I went to Vegas, I went to his museum, which is unbelievable. I'm going back for yeah. the fourth time. Praying to God I get to meet Zach because that would just be my all-time dream. <laughs> We're huge Zach supporters here. We're just thankful for everything that he does. Mm -hmm. I think he shed so much light on this field and made it more acceptable. And I can go on for 50 more hours, which is not necessary. Yep. But that that movie sure. was probably one of the most scariest things that I've ever watched when it comes to true footage. We did a whole episode on it. Um one of my scariest experiences, and I've been, I'm almost 30, so for the past, since I was seven years old, experiencing things was, because this is like when he first had that room, the Demon House room, when he first opened it, I know shortly after he had the museum, or even when it was first opened, but like, you would just walk in there. My husband didn't go in there, Stacia didn't go in there, it was me and this random family from Texas that had no idea what the heck they were doing in there. I get in there, and I'm underneath this, like... Now it's different, but, like, you literally go up to almost a staircase, really, and be, like, almost under it. Like, he had no boundaries. He had, like, a small little barrier. And, like, like when I tell you, Patty, like, I, I faced pure evil. I first, I faced pure evil. I couldn't get out of that room fast enough. They, the family was in front of me. They wouldn't open the door. They couldn't open the door. I was heart palpitations. Like, I knew I faced evil. Mm -hmm. It was the scariest thing. I've ever been through in my life. I went, I ran to the gift shop. I bought rosary beads, whatever the else, <laughs> whatever the hell he had. <laughs> it was really, really, really scary. Like to this day, I, I just, I always want to go back. I feel like I have to go back and like to that room, but he's changed it so much, which thank God, like he has it more protected now. And now there's like more of a yeah. warning, <laughs> but it's he, yeah, he warnings there. Yeah. No, demons certainly do exist. And that place is dark. I remember my cousin, Gary, who's also very intuitive. He was pushed out of that room. He was the last one. That, and, but it wasn't like the demon that pushed him. It was his, his protect protectors, his guide pushed him out and slammed oh my the door. God. Oh my God. Um, yes. But yeah, that's in that case, obviously involved a lot of children, sadly. So that's, yeah, that, that's why I had the tidings. I mean, to me, like yeah. it, does, it doesn't make any sense. There's police support mm -hmm. to this kid walking backwards up the up the wall you would think that would be like yeah exactly why isn't that like oh my god 1000 percent breaking news i mean it was on the news some somewhat but not as i i mean i don't know mm -hmm. <laughs> this right. is yeah, no... no i know and, and dr barry i'm so glad he didn't call me in on that one <laughs> uh, dr barry taft has never been the same who's or yeah. started shutting down yeah, i yeah. did a film a few years before that um, a, a Spectre Ghostly Lovers film, also done by Travel Channel, but they don't show it very often, or they don't show it ever. They showed it once. Because <laughs> yeah, too controversial, I guess. But it was yeah. the positive side of mm -hmm. spectrophilia, ghost sex. Um, but, but yeah, Dr. Barry Taff was never the same after that. And oh my God. Zach, his eyes, and yeah. yeah, demons still exist. That was like, oh. 
<laughs> I'm going to go back there in July and probably go to the same room again yeah. because that's just that's just who I you am. Gotta get your dragon before that though, so that you have that. Well, he know. might not let yeah. me. I mean, I, I was like literally like Stacia gave like a ten minute warning. I'm like, okay, I'll go in because I'm like, I always say, and my husband like always looks at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, if Zach Bagans is still alive, I'm good. <laughs> I am good. Like they're not coming for me. You know, like that man, that poor man's been dragged from what I've heard out of his bed and everything, and you know. I always say, <laughs> yeah, we're good. If he's no, that place is great. He's thriving. I, I, we're good. It, it's good, and he's done a lot with that museum. It is a beautiful museum. It's well yeah. curated. I remember when I the first time I was there, it was like three rooms. It, it was the it was tiny. Yeah. It was Deadly Possessions, and I was doing the Peggy the Doll Seance. He'd flown me in. Oh my God, my hotel room, which was a fancy modern hotel room. The TV's turning on and off. My cell phone's blowing up. My tablet's blowing up. Yeah. Like, Ooh, what am I getting into? That's where he was attacked. I've seen Peggy God. a few times. Yeah. And now when I go see, when I go there, Peggy, I like, hi, Peggy, how are you? She like curses at me. So in the spirit box. So would you consider her a spirit, or would you consider her a demon? Um. Ooh. I don't want to talk uh, too much about her because I'm afraid I fight there. <laughs> I always <laughs> listen um, before we filmed yeah. Robert the Doll episode. I I, I, I I don't. I would say this may be controversial that Peggy is the whatever is in Peggy mm -hmm. is a very powerful, cranky ass spirit. Okay. I don't think it's a demon. Okay, but that's just me. I could be yeah. wrong. I've been wrong once or twice. You know. <laughs> really? Because um, again, I think when it is demon, you know it, like Demon House. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That yeah, no, she couldn't even true. get through the damn thing. I'm like, really? Know, you didn't even go to the you didn't go to the room. <laughs> what the hell was scaring you? <laughs> I'm like Melissa. I, I got I got so mad though because when it came out a couple years ago, I was like right before the day before my engagement party, and I had to watch it on my phone because I couldn't get it on the TV, and my phone just started glitching and wouldn't turn on, and I'm like, God damn it! Right before my engagement party, I'm like, I don't <laughs> have time for this. But of course, I got it back on, and what did I do? I started watching it again because you know, exactly. If Zach is fine, I'm fine, right? There you go. Right. That's exactly. your mindset, yeah. <laughs> oh God, no, it's actually fun. I actually went last time I was there. I was eight weeks pregnant with Char. Wow. And I was just kind of when we went to the devil room. I, I, I felt myself because he he has a devil's chair, which I believe that's a new Conjuring movie is about that's coming out. So that's, the, I went January of last year, but right before, I mean, like two months before all this COVID started happening. And like, I felt my insides burning. I'm like, I turned to my friend and she's like, maybe we shouldn't be here. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, like maybe, maybe we should get out. Maybe though, we yeah. should, but it was like, you know, like it was like second to last. And of course, after that, I went into the demon room again because, you know. It's who you are. Because that's who, yep, that's who you exactly. are. Exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> it was actually fine though, because I remember he tweeted, Shortly after I went, he took it down, but he tweeted because someone's like, oh, I'm five weeks pregnant. Should I go in? And he said something around the lines like, oh, if you want the omen or something. Oh. So I screenshot that and I sent that to my best friend. We were like dying laughing. We're like, oh, because I know it was a name of Charlotte at the time that, that that tweet was up. So I'm like, oh, I guess Charlotte's going to be the omen child. No. So now every time she's acting up or, you know, fussing and I'm on the, because she moved to a different country, I'm FaceTiming her. I'm like, oh, the omen's up. So we just like laugh. <laughs> dying it but that's just star she's her own special person <laughs> yeah that's funny oh how cute yep. um okay so i mean i was gonna ask more questions regarding demons but since you kind of made it seem like they're not as not as many i guess you know yeah like they're not yeah. as distinct really um think so. yeah. i really don't i which is like a I mean, that's definitely too. a good yeah. thing to hear. Yeah. I always say, but every, I, I got to stop that. And I, I got to tell people that every time I, something's like, you know, oh, I'm like, oh, my God, a demon's there. <laughs> so I guess yeah. I'm wrong. Just a cranky, maybe a cranky, you know, spirit. Cranky ghost. Which I can relate to because I'm cranky half the time. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're just not having the greatest day. Something's not, you know, it's. <laughs> um, But I guess wrapping up, what, yeah. like what advice would you give to a parent that maybe is dealing with a child that is just scared shitless just won't sleep like literally are you afraid of the um uh darkness falls type of situation you know like when the light go goes out like stuff starts happening like in that bad of a situation because i have a couple of friends that are actually dealing with mm -hmm. like th they don't know what the heck is going on with their with their kids and i've offered to help sage and everything but at the same time i don't want to 
make it worse. Yeah. Okay. Be careful with sage. That's what I always say. Yes. Sage is harsh. Sage, if you just sage, it gets rid of everything, the good, Mm -hmm. the bad, the love, the positive spirits. It almost creates a vacuum. So it's, it's like, it's like dusting your house and then leaving the doors and windows open in a dust storm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Make sure you do it counterclockwise Mm -hmm. and then fill it back up clockwise with frankincense, myrrh, anything angelic or anything holy, you know, fill it back up. Um, I use more Palo Santo than sage because it gets rid of the bad, but not the good. I would do more. I would teach the kid that they're in charge. I would teach the kid that this is our realm. I would definitely give the kid a protector, teddy mm-hmm. bear, dragon, superhero, whatever. Um, if they were having bad dreams, I would do the the water by the bed to pull out the bad dreams. I would teach. I would put things like protection things like a helm of awe, my little Norwegian symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the most protective symbol I know. I have it under my welcome mat. It keeps out burglars and bad spirits. I always wear a medallion of it on Ghost Adventures or now with my new step with the TFIL guys who are like little Zacks, baby Zacks. <laughs> he just opened a Dybbuk box from the Conjuring House on the roof of the Cecil Hotel. Oh, my. Oh, my God. It just, if you're a YouTube person, they are yes. next generation. TFIL, his name is Elton Castille. We did, last week dropped, we did a, a Biltmore, the most intelligent paranormal stuff I ever got. Then there's four episodes at the Cecil. They rented the whole Cecil just like Zach did. I'm episode two and episode four. Um, but I would say if kids, if, you know, cascarilla powder, the eggshell, all this protection stuff I put in my book. Or if somebody's really having bad stuff happen, put a raw egg on a saucer with salt. Bad energy, dark spirits will always go for the most innocent. That's why they like children. Mm -hmm. But they'll go for an egg, which is a a little embryo egg. And then a few days later, you toss out the egg, bury it, whatever you have to do. There's all sorts of protection things that you do. But most of all is teaching the kid that they're in charge. Gotcha. That's awesome. To do that. You got to start giving out baby uh, baby demons. Wow. Baby (laughs) dragons. Baby dragons. Yes, no baby dragons. dragons. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much, yeah, Patty. Thank you, Patty. This was we awesome. loved having you. Having thank you. I know a lot of people are going to benefit from hearing your advice and the whole yeah. teddy bear dragon mindset is just like I can't wait to install that it, that into yeah our daughters. Our, least, I mean, exactly, our friends. Do- yeah, you know, kids. powerful. Things don't have to be hard. They don't yeah. have to be complicated. Easy and powerful. Perfect. Definitely. Well, thank, thank you again, Patty. We loved having you. We hope to hear from you soon. Yes, thank you, Patty. Thank Have you. a great night. Thanks. Bye, everybody. You too. Bye.